Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Band coming to you live once again from the JK. And just to finally remind everyone, we the best, we podcast. The best podcast. Yeah. Hopefully everyone is doing well tonight. Hopefully you're doing well. And hopefully everyone is doing just fine. And uh, tonight is our part two of our better solo career. Uh, Phil Collins or Peter Gabriel. So, Bill, why don't you explain? What, what are we doing tonight? What, what, what's going on? Okay. Well, tonight we are talking about... Okay, last week we did Steve Perry and Peter Cetera, two yes. people from two different bands. So for the next two ones, we're going to do people who were in the same bands. Tonight yeah. we're going to be doing Peter Gabriel, who was in Genesis, career. Uh, versus the man who replaced him, Phil Collins. Correct. And right. next week is, um, you know what? We're just we're going to keep that on the. Oh yeah. On the DL. We're on the DL tonight. Well, we're, we're going to tell you this. Next week is the big one. Yes. It's the big the one. The big one. The big one. What is it? Well, you're going to have to tune in next week to find out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, today we are going to be discussing the, the, the solo careers of Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins. Yep. Are you all set? Can I share my screen? I am ready to share for you to share the screen. What do you want to start with? You want to start? With, let's start with Phil Collins, okay? Okay, let's start with Phil Collins. Why don't you go first, my friend? What do you got tonight? Okay, so Phil Collins, his music is okay. I'm gonna be straight up honest. I'm not a huge Phil Collins fan. I don't hate him. Like, no, I, there are actually a good amount of songs by him that I do like, but I don't know. I'm, am I making any sense here? I'm not a huge Phil Collins fan. Um, I'm not either. I mean, there are some people who are, who are fanatical Phil Collins fans or even huge Genesis fans, truthfully. Um, you know, so it all depends on what you, what you like, truthfully. Yeah, but uh, his music, I would say, is your very typical 80s synth style you know, it has a lot of synth synth in it, and it's either the it's either more of the ballady types, or it could be more of such as I don't really know how to describe his music. I am not doing a good job here. Um, is it is it pop music? How would you describe? Yeah, it? I would say it is pop music. I mean, like he he, he one of his biggest hits was. A cover of the Supremes You Can't Hurry Love. So there's one right there. Which was actually the B-side to one of my favorite, actually probably my favorite Phil Collins song, I Don't Care Anymore. Mm, okay. Have you ever heard that one? I have not. And no. full disclosure. I don't care anymore. <laughs> for, for, I full disclosure. Sorry, go on. You're good. Uh, full disclosure, everyone. We, we had trouble like, we, we thought of this, we thought of these artists because we thought they were similar enough to talk about um there are some people who are fanatical like humongo fans of phil collins and peter gabriel i really only know the hits and and do in in coming up with research for tonight's topic it was kind of tough it was tough for us so forgive us if we're going if we're not sharing too much information we're just we just don't know a lot truthfully and that's not i I try looking it up it's like it is very that 80s synth pop stuff yeah, it is. I mean, for the most part, yeah. Like, 
you know, because I think people will, I think people always look at um, Phil Collins for his for his works such a for his big number one hit such as in the air tonight. Yep, that's a big one. You know what I, what song I always think you know what I always think about when it comes to Phil Collins? What? With in the air tonight. What do you think of? The hangover. Oh, that's true, yeah. Remember that scene with um Mike Tyson? Hold on, my favorite part is your do 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 boom. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, but Phil, no, Phil Collins, wow, he had more U.S. top 40 hit singles than any other artist during the 1980s. That's crazy. If you think about it, that's crazy. Um, can you scroll down, please? More. All right, we're let's go to his, let's go to his discography. Hold on. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Yes, sorry everyone, little lag tonight. Yeah, Hold and on. also did did you know like and here's an interesting fact about Phil Collins. He performed that Live Aid in both the London and the Philadelphia concert because they were on two separate days, right? No, they're on the same day. How did he do that? He went on stage. He um. First, he performed um, the song um, Take a Look at Me Now. Uh-huh. You know, take a look at me now. Yeah. And then he did the song Every Move You Make or Every Breath You Take with... Um, with Sting from the Police. With Sting from the Police. And then he goes, yeah. okay, now I'm, on to, now I'm off to London. Wow. I'm off not not now I'm off to Philadelphia. Really? I'm gonna go play because go he he actually if you look at Led Zeppelin's performance yeah. in Live Aid, which they themselves did not like. Right. Phil Collins is playing drums. Oh wow. Uh, for Led Zeppelin, right? Okay. Yeah, because um because this was that period after their drummer John Bonham's passed on. So Phil Collins took drumming responsibilities. Right. Okay. So so yeah, he performed in both London. He goes, okay, I'm in London. Okay, gotta go to Philadelphia now. That man must have been freaking exhausted. I'm sure he was. I mean, if he got off the plane and then went straight there, so. But um, nah. But I remember the intro to when Phil Collins was playing. Sting for, for plays Roxanne. And he goes, Phil would be here in a second, and then he plays Roxanne, and then okay, now Phil Collins. But um, yeah. Phil Collins's music is that very 80s. You know, I, I feel like a lot of his music is kind of similar. I would say so. It's I mean, either been... the 80s synth pop stuff. Yeah. Or it's or it's um it's either more the 80s synth pop stuff or it's more the sort of more like adult contemporary type ballads. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, click on discography. Let's see how many, what type of singles he has. He's released eight studios, eight solo studio albums. Oh, he's so he's actually sold 150 millions worldwide. That's very that's actually not that bad. That's that's pretty good. Huh. All right. On singles as lead artist. Yeah, in the air tonight was a big hit too. Let's not forget that. Yeah, it was a top 20 hit in here in the US and you want to know, like, I think that song was about his, I heard it was about one of his divorces. Oh, really? Yeah, and that song helped pay back his alimony. There you go. That's well, that's it. the rumor. Well, God, that and the song I just said, I don't care anymore. That was actually about another one of his divorces. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. I think he just, just gets married all these times. So he's like, okay. I'm gonna get, honey. I'm gonna be honest with you. In a few years, we're gonna get divorced, and I'm gonna write a um top twenty single about our divorce. Oh God! All right. <laughs> so he was Taylor Swifted before Taylor Swift was a thing. Yeah, before she was born. Because the joke is that okay, this is such a 2010 joke. Okay. Taylor Swift has a new boyfriend, aka a future song title. Oh yeah, we talked about that at one point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, hold on. Uh, oh, I I don't care anymore. Just hit the top 40 in the U.S. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, he it's surprising. He's played so much in, like, the U.S., but in other parts of the world, he, was, he had a lot of other chart success, too, which is not that bad. Yeah, like, like for instance, in the air tonight, in, like, other countries, it hit number three, number two, and even number one. Well, in the U.S., Barely hit the top 20. Yeah, I mean, that, that's crazy to me. Against all odds, hit number one. Yeah. He had a couple of number one hits. He had a couple of number one hits here in the great U.S. of A. And like the late 80s, yeah. When he was probably trying to come off the niche as the Genesis guy. Yeah, well, I mean, well, he, he didn't they just reunite with Genesis too? Yeah, um... Yeah, two buddies of mine actually just saw him, and just saw them back in December at the Garden. A, a, a friend of mine did too, actually. Yeah, but um, sadly, Phil Collins has been having a lot of health issues over the last couple of years. I've heard about that. Too. I've heard. I've heard. I heard when he was performing, he actually sat down the whole time. Yeah, another friend because another friend of mine actually saw him, and he said he did not look good. Oh, that's not good. He said he did not look good. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. What? Um, a lot of radio stations today will only play in the air tonight, but that was a, that was a number one hit around the world, really, except for the U.S. It says here that it was, it was a number 19 hit on the Billboard Hot 100, but he has at least, hold on, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like seven Number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100. That's crazy. And the only one they focus on is the non, the the lowest of the hits. You know what? Like, here's what I'm going to say. I know, like, if you go to on any adult contemporary station, 
you what song are you gonna hear from Phil Collins? In the air tonight, you can't hear love. I've never really heard that, but yeah, you know what? I probably have heard it around. Um, also, I've heard against all odds on the radio a few times. Yeah, I mean, you hear some. I mean, I personally have not. I mean, I, I mean, it's also adult contemporary stuff, and I'm not. I'm, it's not that I don't listen to that stuff, but like, it's just it's interesting to see how how much chart success he has had compared to him while well, only really being known for in the air tonight and was the other you can't hurry love you know what let's check how many number one hits has he had when he was with genesis with genesis hold on one sec go back i got it um i don't know i mean that's that's an interesting question let's see genesis discography it's nice more of a laid back night kind of guys Okay, they, they've done 15 albums. Hold on one sec. Let's go to singles from the 60s. Holy crap. Um, that was probably when the other gentleman was there. Yeah, probably. Um, let's see. So in the U.S. you're looking at? In the U.S. main Hot 100. Hold on. The U.S. Hot 100. Hold on. It says here. So he. No. They never had no. They had the head one. Invisible touch was one of them. Scroll up. Wait, that's not with the U.S. Oh, it is with the U.S. Hot 100. The U.S. Hot 100 only invisible touch reached number one for Genesis 1986. By the way, I actually really do like that song though. It's a good song. I mean, I I, you have the invisible touch. Yeah, she takes control. Goes right over your heart. She seems to have an invisible touch. Yeah. She, she takes control and slowly tears you apart. Um, yeah, but I now I really do like that song. I also like That's All. And that's a good one, too. That's all. But, um, yeah, um, he really... He, he, had, a better, he had more success as a solo artist than he did as a... Uh, than he did and, with And Genesis. you know what? That's very rare. Once you I think mean, about it. Yeah, I mean, that's like... That's very rare, because usually when they break off and get solo, like, you know, we talked about last week with Steve Perry, like, yeah, he, he didn't have a number one single when he went solo. Like, I think the highest he went was Oh Sherry, and that went at number three. Yeah, that, that's what we talked about, yeah. I and mean, also, Peter Cetera, though, we talked about that this last week. Peter Cetera had a couple number one hits outside Chicago. He had a total of two. And that was it. Okay, he had two number only two. Oh, yeah, only two. I, I know that for a fact. Yeah, he only had two number. As, had- as a solo artist, he only had two. But with Chicago, if you're including Chicago, he had a total of four. Bill Collins, you know, go back. Mm-hmm. I want to check something with Mr. Collins. Um, Collins kind of go to go to. Um, no, no, not with discography. Just okay. Yeah, Collins kind of um, awards and nominations. I want to check that out for a sec. Uh, yes. Let's see, Grammy Awards. Yeah, Grammys. Let's see. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta see. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. He won two, three, four, five, six. Scroll down. You have six so far. Seven. 
eight. He's won eight Grammys. That's pretty good. And he's also won an Oscar. That's right. What which song, which one which one was it? He won it for. He won an Oscar for um for Tarzan. You'll be in my heart for Tarzan. That's right. Okay. I probably you know how he probably got in the whole Disney bubble. How? Picture this. It's one night in like the mid to late nineties. Yeah. He's sitting at a bar in London, waiting for his good friend Elton John. Yeah. And Elton goes, "Hey, Phil, hello. I'm, I'm sorry I'm late. I was getting my Oscar." Oh my gosh. I was getting my Oscar polished. Oh Elton, how did you get one of those? Oh, did you see? I did. I just called in with the mouse, and I have an Oscar. And sure enough, if you're with Disney, you get anything. And then Phil goes, "Oh, I should try that." But you know what? Like, here's what I'll say about. Tarzan in general. Um, yeah, what about it? Okay. It, have you seen it? I have. Not not for a very long time, but I have seen it, yes. But what I find so weird about that movie is what? Is that if you that the characters don't really sing once you look at it for a musical. Like the characters of Tarzan and Jane and whatnot? Yeah, they don't sing. It's mainly Phil Collins in the background. That's interesting. Except I really... a... Okay, actually, no, I lied. Um, yeah. yeah, I know, shame. Um, no, if you look at the beginning and you'll be in my heart, the mom gorilla is singing the beginning of you'll be in my heart, and then Phil Collins takes over. Right. And then um, and then in the in the whatchamacallit, um, in the second, and then there is a song that is in there. It's called Trash in the Camp. So, yeah, he actually did do a cover version. Well, it was actually a version on the soundtrack with him and NSYNC. Really? That's an interesting combo, isn't it? That's very with with in sync of, of all groups. That's crazy. Yeah, this is what this was the '90s, folks, when boy bands were going, when boy bands were a craze. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, um, but the two song, but I remember, uh, yeah, when we just said um, against all odds, and um, in the air tonight are are the Phil Collins songs on the radio. You know, we forgot one. You'll be in my heart from Tarzan. That's been on the. I've heard that on the radio a, a few times. I I personally well, I'm gonna go back up to. It. I personally have not. Let me go back to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder where it charted. Hold on, let's see. Uh, on the Hot 100, it charted number 21. Just missed the top 20. Yeah, but it was number one on Adult Contemporary in the AC. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, that, that explains something too, truthfully. And at the year end, it was number three on the Indoor Contemporary. So, I mean, he's had a lot of success. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just telling you. Um, yeah, I've heard that. Well, I remember around when Tarzan came out, and I've, and also in recent years, that song was freaking everywhere. Maybe I was so young. I don't remember personally, but that's me. That song was everywhere. And, and also, um, also another song that was 
I don't know. It's kind of been forgotten about. It's called Strangers Like Me. I've even heard of that. You know, I want to know. Can you tell me? I want to know about the strangers like me. I think I have heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also. Yeah, but also there is a. No, but my favorite song from Tarzan is a song called. Um, and I, it's very forgotten about. It's called Son of Man. I, I I haven't heard of that one. It's called Son of Man. Son of Man, look to the sky. I really do love the beat in it. And yeah, but don't forget, folks, this wasn't the only time Phil Collins was with the mouse. What was the other time? For the movie Brother Bear. Brother Bear, okay. Yeah, a lot of people hate that movie nowadays, but... I haven't even, I, to be honest, I haven't heard of it. So don't kill me. Yeah, it was the beginning of the downfall of Disney's 2D animation. So, oh, then never mind. We don't have to talk about it. But no, no, there are some good songs he did from that. But yeah, so, so I get you. After he won, he meets up with Elton John and Elton, and Phil goes, Oh, Elton, here's my Oscar. Can you recommend a good polish for it? A good place to get, to get it polished? And they just sit there in the pub drinking and have their Oscars on the table. Literally, their Oscars are on the table. That's funny. Um, yeah, but um, but anyway, yeah, with Phil Collins, it's I don't despise it. Yeah, and you know what the weirdest thing is? If I were to make a top five Phil Collins songs list, yeah. most of them would kind some. Uh, good amount of them would kind of be deep tracks i mean this is beyond me at this point because like like we said from the the top of the show tonight like full disclosure everyone we were like when we came up with this topic we were like look we we, we want to talk about this we want we want to be like careful with it if you will. like because to be honest i'm not super knowledgeable i mean i know a little bit i don't know a lot that's why we did a little that's why we did our fair share of research tonight but bill bill is my I give Bill a lot of credit. He is very knowledgeable on a lot of stuff. So Yeah. Well, you know what? Quick, here would be my top five Phil Collins songs. Number five, and I know a lot of people are going to kill me because I put this at the bottom in the air tonight. As, as your number five? Okay, that's fine. Go yeah, ahead. You know why? Because I'll admit it. I think it's very overplayed. I, I tend to. I mean, that's the only one I could think of outside of Invisible Touch or from Genesis or even like. Yeah, I'm only counting solo ones. I'm not counting ones with Genesis. Um, Number four I'm going to have to say Son of Man from Tarzan. Okay. Um, number three, I'm going to have to say Against All Odds. I actually do like that song. My number two is a song that not a lot of people have heard of. It's what? called It's called I Don't Want to Know. I Don't Want to Know. I Don't Want to Know What She Said. Can't say that I've heard of that one, truthfully. Yeah. Um, and my number one, I just said it earlier, it's I don't care anymore. Okay. Because it, it's that song when I'm having a bad day and someone just pissed me off. I just blast that song. Like I remember one time I got into a fight with a now former friend of mine. And yeah. I was just so pissed. I just pulled out that song and I was literally singing it on the top of my freaking lungs. And 
And, and I think that song is just a good message for anyone who's been in a toxic relationship or a toxic friendship. We've all been there. We've all been there. Like the best part of that song is I don't care what you say. I'm doing all right by myself. And, and then it's the line. And then it's, and then it's the line. And then it's the line. I got better things. I got, I got better things to do with my time. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He does. But, um, like I said, he probably when he gets married, oh, uh, honey, uh, yeah, in a few years we're gonna get divorced, and I'm gonna write a song about it, and it's gonna get to the top forty. So, uh, yeah, thanks for understanding. Um, but, but yeah, um, yeah, well, like I was saying, I think if I was to give an honorable mention, I would put "You'll Be in My Heart" on there because it's a nice song. But I will admit, I think "In the Air Tonight" and "You'll Be in My Heart" are just drastically overplayed. I, I agree with that. I mean, I feel like that's the only one, that's the only song she's known for, despite having seven number ones. You know, yeah, because like we said, if you go on any radio station in here in the U.S., you will hear either "In the Air Tonight," "You'll Be in My Heart," "Sasquito." I think you might hear here and there. Yeah, and against all odds, right? I mean, you know. For the 53rd time, here is In the Air Tonight with Phil Collins by Phil Collins. Literally, like do, do, do. Literally. the last time we ever met. Um, but I will say, I think the drum solo in that song is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, no, but yeah, um, sadly though, um. Yeah, sadly, though, Phil Collins, like I said, he's got diabetes. He's also got some other conditions. Your uh, friend said he was basically sitting down the whole show. I mean, he also, well, my friend also recorded the whole show on um, on YouTube as well. Plug for him as well if you want to check him out. Um, he, he's one of my, my friends. His name's Christian. He's a good guy. Anyways, uh, he said that Phil Collins was basically sitting down the whole show. He was like, he's singing, but he was sitting down. So, I mean... He's also what seventy one. I mean, that's young and like somewhat young in rock star terms nowadays. But like, still, so like um, my our dear friend Daniel Zuckerman. Shout out to Zuck. Yeah, um, we gotta have you back on, bud. We're, we're having you back on one of these days, Zuck. We promise. We're having you back on. Oscar season. <laughs> Grammy. Season. Grammy. Sorry, Grammy season that's coming up. You know what? He know he's a bigger Phil Con. Damn it! I sh- we should have had him on tonight. He knows more about Phil Collins than we do, so I it's should have. Right. But anyway, yeah, it's all right. Um, but anyway, Phil Collins. Um, like he he has this joke about how um Ringo Starr is older than him, and yet he's in better shape than Phil Collins is. That's accurate. I mean, I mean, yeah. So, because I know Ringo doesn't drink. He used to be like a really bad alcoholic. Um, That's right. Phil or, or Ringo? Ringo. And also he's a vegetarian too. Right. That's right. So so anyway, yeah, he goes, Phil Collins is younger than Ringo and Ringo's in better shape than he is. And like, yeah. listen, I'm not poking fun at him, at Phil Collins. No, I no, hope he's okay. I hope he gets better. I hope he's taking care of himself. 
I hope he's got a good medical team. But of yeah, course. just my friends who saw him in concert, they said it just was so sad to see him like that. I mean, I can I can imagine it would be sad. I mean, because like you're looking at the guy who has so much success, people love him, and then you're like, oh well, he's just sitting down. So, like, did he did did your friend said if he sounded good or not? I didn't ask my friend. Did he say if he sounded good or did he sound like crap? I he didn't go into specifics. All he said it was a great show. Though. He loves Genesis. Invisible Touch is in his top five albums of all time. So, abilities. But anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just. Yeah, so um yeah, that's the sorry we couldn't really give you guys a real deep dive tonight. It's just that again, I'm I don't last week I was like because I'm a big journey fan, so Steve Perry stuff I was, you know. Yeah, and Chicago, I was on point with Speeders Terror, but you know, we're just taking a different turn with this one. Yeah, because we wanted to go like more internal bands of solo careers. Right, right, of course. Um, um yeah, what do you got? Any, yeah, but anyway, I think Phil Collins. I would actually debate that I think Phil Collins could be slightly overrated. I mean, well, maybe it, not him, but again, just like in the air tonight, like he's got like all, that yeah. song didn't even hit number one. Uh, he's got seven it? number one hits, people. Uh, why don't you play any of those? I second that, buddy. We second that so. Radio like, stations play Phil Collins's other number one hits out of the seven of them. <laughs> Stop play. How many times do I have to listen to in the air tonight? Or you can't hurry love, which is a cover of the Supremes. Let's not forget that. So whatever. Yeah, that is actually a, uh, it is actually a pretty decent cover. I like it. I, I, I like, I mean, I prefer the Supremes version over that, but that's me. I think everybody's, I think everybody's, Likes the um the likes the originals more than the covers. I mean, I mean, yeah. So because it's a, it's the original recording, yeah. Um, so are we good for Phil Collins, bud? I think we might be good for Phil Collins. So All right. So I think it's time to go over to Mr. Peter Great Gabriel. So Peter Gabriel, for those, and but I'm gonna just share my initial impression of Peter Gabriel. I like like. I know they're gonna think I'm crazy. I know less about Peter Gabriel than I do about Phil Collins, but I do like the song "In Your Eyes" and "Sledgehammer" is good too. "A Shock the Monkey" is a good one as well. Um, Bill, what's your take on Peter Gabriel? Okay, I listened. I binge listened to Peter Gabriel today before I came on. Oh my god! And now I desperately want that time of my life back, please. Um, <laughs> You're fine, but. The song, I feel Phil, Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins' stuff is like eerily similar. I feel like his stuff is eerily similar. I tend to agree, like truthfully, but it's just uh, it's it's just, it's it's very similar. Truth, it is. You're right. It's either very ballady or it's the '80s synth pop pop stuff just like phil collins that's why we chose these two together it's and i really hate to say this aside from in your eyes and sledgehammer yeah i kind of find peter gabriel's music a little boring that's all fine 
I kind it's of find good. if there's like diehard Peter Gabriel fans out there, please don't hurt me. And I'm listen, <laughs> I'm sure Peter Gabriel, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's probably a really nice guy, but I just find just a couple of the songs I was listening today. I just found it boring. It's just more of that adult contemporary stuff. I mean, they both fit into that mold so well, though, if you think about it. Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins. Yeah. Because only only pe- people think of one thing when they think of In Your Eyes. The boombox scene from Say Anything. From Say Anything. And that has probably been parodied so much in our culture. Oh, um, my God. Everyone knows that. If you don't know the movie, you know that scene. It's pretty funny. No, like in South Park, there was an episode when Stan and his girlfriend break up and Stan talks to his girlfriend's best friend and goes, how do I get it back? We'll stand outside of her window, have a boombox and play Peter Gabriel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your ass. But what are your thoughts on Peter Gabriel? I mean, I like three of his songs and I do, I do respect him as an artist. I mean, like I can like basically let me, let me put it this way with Peter Gabriel. I mean, I, I know who Phil Collins is. I know who Peter Gabriel is. I will say though that Peter Gabriel, I feel like he is, I feel, I feel like I know more about Phil Collins compared to Peter Gabriel and just the two of them. But I will say Peter Gabriel, I like him for what I like. I like Sledgehammer. I like Sal- Salisbury Hill's great too. We can't forget that. Um, we also can't forget what's the one I can in your eyes and also shock the monkeys a good one too. Like I said, uh, let's go down to his singles for a little bit. Shall we? Yeah. So I, he, he was with Genesis for a long time and he and, left in 75 and was replaced by Mr. Collins. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I mean, they were both in the same band, but one was replaced by the other. Yeah. Phil so, Collins replaced Peter G- Gabriel. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, I don't know, but you know, I'm sure it wasn't a big loss because I'm sure no. Mr. Mr. Gabriel tends to be doing very well for himself. Yeah, I mean, Peter Gabriel. So in your eyes is played all the time. Sledgehammer is played all the time. So uh, at least on like contemporary stuff. So let's just look at this. Let's look at yeah, this. it's adult contemporary night here. Yeah, welcome to the Superview Show, full of adult contemporary music. Uh, let's see. All right, hold on. Oh, I take that back. Hold on a sec. So the U.S. Hot 100, right? Let's just look at this for a second. I'll read this stuff for you. Let's hear it. So let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So the U.S. Top 40. Hold on a second. U.S. Salisbury Hill was his first hit, peaking number 68. Okay, it's not bad, at least here in the U.S. Uh, Games Without Frontiers did a little bit better at number 48. And then Shock the Monkey was reached number... uh, 29. 29 on the, I believe it's the 100 or the US in the main charts. It might have been number one. I forget. Um, his first number, his first top 40 hit. Yes. And his next one was Susbury Hill Live, reach number 84, of course. Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer reached number one in both the main and the adult contemporary. That's, that makes sense. Okay. And then in your eyes, it was a back to back number one for him. That's crazy. In the mainstream, in the um, adult like on contemporary. The, on the, yeah, on that. So. Um, which truthfully, I like in your eyes quite a bit. I mean, obviously, everyone knows it from. That's okay. I think yeah. it's okay. Okay. 
Um, I really don't seem energetic tonight, folks. It's just that the, the, these are just two artists that, no offense, don't really get me excited. No, I mean, but we picked them and we're just we're going with it. That's all. We're um, we're paying our dues. Yeah. So big time Red Rain are both two hit singles that reached number three. I did three. listen to Red Rain today, and it was it boring? Not awful. It's just was it boring? It's just I feel like he's just belted as hard as, as much as he can. Oh jeez. All right. And um, and he, he's. Try to make it sound so powerful, but it's actually just putting me to sleep. Oh my god! So after the early '90s, he really didn't have any much more, much more success because digging digging in the dirt in 1992 was his last number one, but also only charted number 52 in the Hot 100. Looks it looks like that. It's just, and I thought there really was not anything else from him. I mean, Kiss That Frog was number 18, but that's not much. And then 1994, he had a song called The. Red Rain Live. That's really it. And I thought he never really charted in the USA and he's kind of gotten forgotten about. But, um, you know, oh, it, he, he ain't crying about that, JT. No, he's got money, though. Don't get me wrong. But every time some some asshole is about to hold up a boombox and play in your eyes, he's probably in the bush, comes out of the bush, puts his head out, says, hey, where's my money? Yeah. I mean, hey, also, I want to talk about. Something really quick. Uh, the, the only album I know of is, truthfully, the only album I know is is So. So what? Exactly. So what? I mean, So, I mean, it's not like, I'm not saying it's a bad album. It, has, it does have In Your Eyes. It has Don't Give Up. It has Big Time, Red Rain. I mean, those are probably his most successful songs, truthfully. Wait, Red Rain? And Sledgehammer <laughs> too. Maybe it's a so, ripoff of Purple Rain. Maybe. Rest yeah. in Peace Prince. Yes, R.I.P. Um, I think, truthfully, I think that and this also has five hit singles on it that charted on the Hot 100. I mean, Sledgehammer, In Your Eyes, Don't Give Up, Big Time, Red Rain. These are all big songs off this album. I mean, I would say So is probably his biggest commercial success, but after that, it didn't really, he didn't really go anywhere else. And that's, that's my opinion of that. Like but, he had about, what, six number one hits? What? No, no, no. I mean, like, no, I mean, not, 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 not number one hits. Like, Sledgehammer was the only number one. But the singles released off this album were big songs. Like, they were like big, like big time, um, Red Rain, Sledgehammer, In Your Eyes. These are all like big charting songs. And, you know, he, he did a good job with that too. So, um, I, I mean, I, this is probably my, my person, my most well known. Peter Gabriel stuff, truthfully. I mean, I'm not like, uh, am I, what, but the thing is too, what I go out and listen to on like on my own, probably not. So like what I go out and listen to it on my own, probably not. I, I, I like it, but is it something I listen to on a daily basis? No. Do I like it overall? Yeah. And there's good stuff on it. So. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, like I said, I like Sledgehammer. I like In Your Eyes, but. I mean, that's really it, though. I mean, those are the two biggest songs of the album. It really is. It really is. It's the. Oh. Welcome to Adult Contemporary Night here in the Super Review Show. Hell when, yeah. When we play the music that you're. When we play the music that your that your mom probably played when she was dropping you off at school when you were a kid. 
Probably. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Um, honestly, overall, I like. I think so is probably the best album recommendation I could say. We we could probably give out for people too from Peter Gabriel. You know, so. So what? As my so granddad would say, so buttons. Grandpa Murph, we miss you. Anyway. Um, oh, boy. But yeah, so. I don't know. What do you think about that, Bill? About what? That so is the. Uh, if you could recommend any Peter Gabriel, would you recommend? I'd recommend so. So I so, recommend. Like, I would recommend so as well. I mean, this is really, and also his most recent album was like in 2011 as a solo artist. So I mean, it's, you know, whatever. But um, I don't know. We really are hitting on the adult contemporary stuff tonight. Um, cool. So Peter Gabriel, and and what's his face? And he was in Genesis first, right? You said. Yeah, and then he was replaced by Phil Collins, which obviously had much more success than. He had a lot of success compared to Peter uh, Peter Gabriel, but it's funny how they both came in. This, they were in both in the same. They're both from the same band at different times. That's pretty cool. So yeah, that's me. That is kind of that is kind of interesting. Yeah, I wonder um, if they're good friends or they hate each other. I wonder too. I, I I think I would assume they're friends. I'm I'm assuming they're aware of each other. I don't know if Peter Gabriel was on stage with Genesis at the show that my friend went to. I wasn't sure. On the, the tour, the last domino, whatever it was called. Yeah. I mean, and then they had, they, I, I think this was his own solo tour when he said, not dead yet. Yep. Yep. That was him. He, I remember that he announced that tour. I'm um, not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. Um, yet. <laughs> if there's one solo album by, by Phil Collins that we can recommend, what would you think? I would say, I would say, truthfully, I would say, let his. I don't even know. I would say his price debut album as a face yeah, value. That, or maybe Hello, I Must Be Gone. Hold on, click on that, please. Hello, I must either be his gone. first two, probably. I mean, either face value or Hello, Hello, I Must Be Going. Yeah. But then, no jacket required. It was number one everywhere except, Aus- except Australia. Except, or no, not Australia. Know. What's AUT? What's AUT? Austria, maybe? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Scroll over that. Like, put, put no. Put the cursor on the. Gotcha. Austria. 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 So it was the number, but then, but seriously, was number one across the world. It's then the rest followed from there. So, I don't well, know. Both these men have had great success. I mean, they both were like, like, like we said, they're both in the same band at different times, and they both had different successes. So, I mean, I mean, Phil Collins is still Phil Collins, and Peter Gabriel is still Peter Gabriel. Um, are you, I mean, what do you think? Is there anything you want to say about them? Or are you good? Uh, I think we might be good. Um, I mean, like, sorry for such a, like a quick broadcast tonight, ladies and gentlemen, but it's just, it's, this is one of those things where we're just like, we don't have much to talk about with it. And we're not trying to like bash. We love, I, I like, I like both. I'm not saying, I, I'm not saying I don't like either one. I like both of them truthfully. But um, honestly, like, this is just something that we just really didn't get excited about tonight. So it was, I mean, mainly because we haven't like, we haven't really been, I mean, how would you want to explain? We're not like Genesis. We're not, we're, I'm, I like Genesis. I'm not like that. I, I don't hate Genesis. No, neither do I. I, I, don't, I don't hate, I don't hate Genesis either. I think, I think they're a great band. I think they put out good music. I mean, they have sold a lot of records worldwide, but um. 
you know, I just think that like, as far as them, they're just not like in our radar all the time. I mean, I like they're them. Not one of my, fa- they're, they're not, they're just not one of my favorites. And that doesn't mean I dislike them. Exactly. That just means they're not my favorite. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too crazy, you know? Um, but we- cover band though, Exodus. Oh my God. Stop. That does not exist. It, it, if it does, I'm going to go with that corner and cry. It, it could exist, but, um, we we are Exodus, the Genesis cover band. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, what a picture! This picture a Genesis cover band that only plays Peter Gabriel Genesis. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> it's like it's like a parody of um, you know the movie Step Brothers, the '80s Billy Joel band. Oh yeah, yeah. It'd be like we're Genesis, we're Genesis cover band. We play only Peter Gabriel Genesis. Mm. What? Play Invisible Touch. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Phil Collins. We only play Peter Gabriel. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, um, play, but, I mean, play Take Me Home. Again, Phil Collins. In the air tonight. That's not even a Genesis song. That's a that's his that's one of his solo songs. Exactly. It'd be like um, if anyone is planning to start a peter gabriel genesis cover band you're not going to have much success no you won't even as a cover band a tribute act you won't be able to do it <laughs> it'd be funny though it would, it would that'd i be just want to see that just to yeah just to see a, a genesis a peter gabriel and you know what i want to see something. okay um i want to see um what how how much six scroll down how much success did genesis have with peter gabriel so that oh, was in the know. 70s Let's see, Gabriel's departure. Collins becomes the front man. I think it says apparently they had more success with Collins. It just says that. Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day. It's, you know, it's whatever you think. I don't think either of these men are angry. Because like I said, it's not like they're, they're, they're struggling for rent or anything. I, they're, do, they're both doing very well for themselves. They are. They're both doing really well. I mean, they're both having a lot of success, and uh, they're you know. they're both doing. I'm sure Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel are both doing very well for themselves, and and you know, okay. I think now we need to ask. Yes. Better. Peter Who is Gabriel, the better? Peter Gabriel or Phil Collins? I would say, I mean, look, it's hard to say, truthfully. I would say if we had to pick, though, between, like, you're talking about success versus quality or quality. I mean, I, they're either both, or. Either or. It, this, there's really no deciding in this point. Like, honestly, I would say that they both, I would say that they both have their own up and they have both have their own, like, down. Like, 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 but honestly, if it was up to me personally, Bill, I'm going to go with Phil Collins, and here's why. Mainly because when you think of, to be honest, when I think of Genesis, I don't really think of Genesis. I think of Phil Collins and his solo career more than I do of Genesis or Peter Gabriel. I mean, I like Peter Gabriel. I know Salisbury Hill. I know In Your Eyes. But as far as Phil Collins go, I know much now, now especially, I know more songs by him than I do with Peter, uh, than I do with, um, uh, Peter Gabriel. But that's me. But um. No, I, I kind of agree because, you know, we said this last week 
with Steve Perry. When you think of Steve Perry, you think of Journey. Of Journey. You don't think of his solo stuff. You think of Journey. Like I said last week, you could play. You could, like, if you, if I sat down and listened to a Steve Perry solo song and you didn't tell me it was a Steve Perry solo song, I would think it was a Journey song. I mean, yeah. I would think it was a Journey song. But, you know, I think with Phil Collins, it's kind of the opposite. It's it's kind of when you think of Phil Collins, okay, maybe you do think of Genesis to, to an extent. You think of Genesis to an extent. But when you think of Phil Collins, you think mainly of his solo stuff. Like if you played me a Phil Collins Genesis song, I would probably think, okay, that's that's one of his solo songs. But you know what? You got to give Phil Collins credit on one thing now. When he does, because I'm sure when he goes on like separate tours, like when he goes on Genesis tours, he only plays Genesis stuff. And when he does solo tours, I'm sure he does, I'm sure he does most of his solo stuff. And I'm sure he does, he does do some Genesis stuff. Yeah. But he's got to play like once you think about it, he's got to play like when he goes on tour, he's got to play like two different set lists. Almost, yeah, I would say he's so. Gotta, he's got to play like basically because when he's with Genesis, you know. Because I was asking my friend, I said, "Do you think he plays like in the air tonight?" He goes, "Nah, I think he just does Genesis." When they're when they're when they're banned is what you're saying. Yeah, when he's on tour with Genesis, he probably just plays Genesis. Yeah. Uh, but when sense. he's on a solo tour, again, he probably does his solo. He does his solo stuff, and he probably does throw some Genesis songs in there. Oh, I mean, probably he probably has to, though. You know. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like it's like it's it's like the opposite of Steve Perry. It's like when I said with Steve Perry, if you played me one of his solo stuff, I would think I'm listening to a Journey song. Yeah, and and, and Peter Cetera, same thing with him. Like it's like. You know, I, I would listen to a Peter Cetera song. It sounds like a Chicago song. So it's just, but, they, they write in that style. So, But here it's the opposite. It's like if yeah. you played me a Phil Collins Genesis song, I would think it's his solo stuff. Yeah. So Because, yeah. So, and Peter Gabriel, like I said, I, I listened to some of his stuff today, and I'm not the biggest fan of it. Again, I just find some of his stuff kind of boring. And, and that's and that's fine. I mean, it's all. Hey, I'm entitled to my opinion. Unless yeah. again, I'm sure Peter Gabriel's a really nice. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's not crying over what I said tonight. I, I probably not. He's probably thinking about it. What he's probably thinking about being in the air tonight. <laughs> Peter Gabriel's probably not crying. He, I guarantee you, he's not losing sleep over what I say on this podcast tonight. Oh, no, no, and plus they both made a lot of money, so they're fine. Like again, every time a jackass gets a boombox and starts playing in your eyes, he's probably in the bush and goes, Ahem, "Where's my money?" Exactly. So, um, so anyway, um, if you're gonna ask me who I would pick, Phil Collins or Peter Gabriel, I'm gonna have to say because I know more stuff by him, I'm gonna have to say Phil Collins. I tend to agree with that, my friend. I tend to agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's about it. You know what? Why don't we look at the um. That was it, but I mean, that's, I, you know, I mean, that's, 
Do you have anything else, yeah. you have anything else to say? Um, yeah, why don't we, um, I was going to say, why don't we look at the uh, chat board real quick? Um, sure. Okay. Um, your dad, Mr. Mahoney, shout out. Let's go. Two of my favorite artists from the 80s. Bigger hit for Phil. Oh, so see, yes, yes. They both good ones. Who I gotta I gotta see the video of Land of Confusion. Joe Wiley, greetings. Yeah, not a lot of interaction tonight. That's all right. But all okay. things, yeah. So uh, are we all set? Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, I think we're good. I think this is one of the shortest shows you've ever done. So um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, but you're all good, right? That's all your thoughts. Yeah. So, um, you know what? Should we That's tell it. them for next week or should we just let them figure it out? It'll be a surprise. We'll make sure it's a surprise. Guys, next week, we're not going to say much, but it's the big one. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big, big, big discussion next week. I'm going to be I'm flipping out already thinking about it. But when we get to that, we will let you guys know I'll, when, when you see the stream pop up in your subscription feed, you'll see what it is. So don't worry. Yeah, you're going to see what it is. It's like you're going to start crying. Give me one hint. No, are it's, you sure? It's another inner band thing. Okay. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all we're going to say, guys. And here's but, um, They play music. That's your there hint. There you go. That's your hint. Which um, there was a down to just about, you know, 10,000 bands. Or something like that. Whatever, yeah. Um, but that will do it for us tonight. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us as always. And uh, this is a pretty quick episode for us, but wait until we get, wait, wait, next week's going to be a long discussion, I guarantee it. So I want to thank Bill, of course, for always joining me as always. Always and, a pleasure, uh, my friend. Of course. And uh, we will see you guys next time on the Superview Show's Mixed Bag. We'll see you guys next week for the big, 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 big discussion coming soon. And don't forget to check out Sports and Sanity Podcast. We're on all platforms. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah, plug for the Sports and Sanity Network. Go ahead. Yeah. Check out Sports and Sanity Network. We are on all platforms. And check us out on www.thesportsandsanitynetwork.com. Awesome. Thank you, bud. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.